The views and opinions expressed by any hosts or guests of WJMS Radio do not reflect the beliefs of its owners or associates. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to WJMS Radio or the show hosts whose words, advice, and or opinions appear from or on our website or on air. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Speaker Box on WJMS Radio, radio reimagined. Bigger, 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 bigger box. Hello, everyone. My name is Harris Jagan Jack. Some of you may know me by my stage name, Pronto Valid. Um, I host artist interviews here at WJMS Radio, and I'm also the current co-host of Raw Mentality Podcast, which I run with my beautiful girlfriend. Uh, she's here with me now. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell, tell everyone a little bit about our show? Yeah, of course. So my name is Sarai. I actually am the other co-host of Raw Mentality Podcast, which you can find on your favorite streaming service. Um, we actually just talk a little bit about everything, really, but mainly about um, mental health. So we do mental health. We talk about our relationship, relationship with others, um, and just, you know, personal struggles, anything that's going on that week, whatever. Um, we pretty much just try to talk about the taboo subjects. Um, so yeah, today we're just going to be talking about a few um, sample subjects that we talk about. And why don't we go ahead and get into it? I know you made our outline, which is actually the flip side. Cause yeah, usually she does the <laughs> usually she's the one that's doing the outline for us. Yeah. Um, but since I'm the intern here at WJMS Radio, um, I wanted to go ahead and, and do an outline for the first time and not rely on my girlfriend. <laughs> um, so today's episode is going to be called Taste of Raw Mentality. Um, number one, because it's going to be part of a little two-part series we got going. That's right. Um, most of the topics are just going to be talking about, you know, mental health. Um, and then we're also going to tie it into, you know, myself as a musician, you being in a relationship with a musician. Yeah, what that's like. <laughs> um, us as students um, yeah. and just how we deal with stress overall. Right. Um, and just general topics like that. So. The first thing that I want to dive into is mental health as a student. Um, first thing I wanted to ask you is, you know, how do you deal with, because you're also a student as well. I go to I Columbia am. College, Chicago. She goes to um, DeVry. Yeah. So how do you deal with the stress of being a student and just having to keep up with assignments um, and just, you know, any classroom tasks while also living with your boyfriend, paying rent and working a job? Doing all the things that we do. Um Honestly, for me, it was more so finding a school that was going to let me do everything. Um, I swear this is not going to be, you know, like a an ad for the school that I go to. It's just I really found something that was going to work with me the best because I do work full time. Um, again, I am a student. I run a podcast with my boyfriend. I am doing a lot of other things that maybe we'll talk about here. But um, for me, what was best uh, and still is, is going to school online. You know, mm -hmm. I don't go to any class. I don't necessarily have to log in to any class. And that's what I was looking for. So that's why I chose the school that I chose. Um, and it just helps because it has like a literally, it literally has um, like a week by week. It's, it's the same thing every week. So I know that my assignments for all my classes are due at the exact same day, exact same time. Yeah. And I only do, you know, so much. And it's not like I have to do midterms and final exam and all this stuff. It's just like a project. 
I like that. That's that's what's working for me. I'm going for accounting, and uh, it's been good for me. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that aspect. That going to school online has been has made just being a student easier. Yeah. Um, I don't know how other people feel about it. It might be harder because I know for some students it's harder to focus online. That's true. Or um, learn online some, you know. Yeah, and I can see I can see why. I mean, even for me, it's, it's very hard to f- keep focused during classes when I'm, you know, f- at the comfort of my own home. Yeah. I feel sure. like you need to be a little bit uncomfortable, just kind of like how we are right now. Yeah. You know, we're, <laughs> we're not used to doing an episode for another podcast series we're used to doing our own thing so we're a little bit uncomfortable right now but it's a good thing because it allows you to build experience so I think getting out of your comfort zone um, is a good step to take as a student or as a person in general for your mental health because it allows you to conquer you know certain fears that you might have about doing whatever it is that you want to do right Um, honestly for me it's it's very easy to do the school Mm -hmm. Uh, work that I have to do because in general I'm a very structured person yeah sometimes I obviously have like my off days and you know who does it but it's very easy for me to stick to a schedule I have I'm good at building a a schedule that works for me you know maybe it doesn't work for other people but for me you know it does the job and I get stuff done so I just kind of follow it and you know I tweak it as needed Um, I just kind of recommend trial and error you know I hear you on that. That's what I like about um, your school that's a little bit different from mine is that it gives you structure in the sense of, okay, like, you know exactly what's due every Mm -hmm. week. You know, there's really no surprises. Yeah. And it's kind of similar with my school as well. Um, But the problem is I have to actually physically sit down during class time and, and be part of, like, these Zoom sessions. Yeah. And, you know, that takes a lot of time out of your day, which does not allow me to work. Um, and, you know, generate income as much as I'd like to. Right. And on top of that, you know, just all the different things that I've been doing, it all kind of makes it very hard to keep up with being an adult, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it's hard to live the life of an adult and a college student at the same time. Um, you're, and, you're definitely right. And that's that's what I feel like I'm trying to do right now and struggling very hard with, but I've been very lucky. Um, as far as dealing with the mental health aspect of all the stress that comes with that, I feel like I haven't necessarily found an answer to it. It's not like there's one magic bullet that will, or magic pill that will like, you know, take away all my stress and anxiety of all the different things that I have to do, but it's more so just doing the things. Like I noticed that I like to procrastinate a lot when I have so much on my plate, Mm -hmm. but once I get into the motion of doing things, it just makes my day go by a lot easier and, and gets rid of that anxiety and stress. Yeah, um, I think you get a lot accomplished when you're not procrastinating. Yeah, obviously. Like you as a person. And that's common sense. I mean, yeah, 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 you know, for sure, but just that statement in and of itself is kind of like, you know, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But living with you, I see it. Like as soon as you get up, you start doing so much, so much, so much. And then days go by and then nothing gets done. But then the one day that you decided, you get everything done. And I like I wouldn't necessarily say part. days go by. No, no, but, you know, some time goes by. <laughs> I'm just, like, exaggerating. So, like, you know, for example, like, I guess, the, I guess like, the best way to put it for me is, like, okay, I'll have to do an artist interview for the mm-hmm. internship that I'm running on top of, you know, our podcast show. We might have to yeah. do an episode because we scheduled a guest or something. Mm-hmm. And then we have, I have to do my homework and then I have to do everything. So, like, 
I'll probably leave my homework off for the longest amount of time possible. And then the day before my homework is due, I'll just blast through all that and somehow end At up like 2 a.m. Yeah. And, and, and that's <laughs> genuinely how I do things a lot of the time. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I'm just a night owl for some reason. And it's, it's, it's bad. Don't get me wrong. That's not a good thing to be in that habit of, of you know, having an irregular work schedule. Yeah, I guess. but everyone's different. Everyone is different. But I want to mellow it out more. I want to be able to have my schedule be more simplified. And I feel like I can do it. Um, but the first step is me just doing the things. Right. You know, just doing everything that I have to do. That's the first step. And then after that, I can figure out, you know, what time is the best for doing certain things. That's just the way that I am. Like, it's very hard to me. It's very hard for me to visualize. Okay. Like in my head, okay, I'm doing an artist interview. It's going to take about roughly this many hours. Right after that, I can plan this right after that. Cause every interview is different. Every song that I'm making is different. Every podcast episode we do is different. You never know mm -hmm. how long we can end up rambling for, how long we spend on one topic compared to the other. Um, and then that leads to a long time of editing. <laughs> yeah, and that so leads to a very a long lot. time of editing. Yeah. So it's genuine, genuinely, it's a lot of work. And yeah. um, that's why I like to get into it first and just do what I have to do and then come up with a schedule later on once I'm comfortable enough and, and have a good idea roughly of like what will happen. Right. Um, which has been hard because obviously all of this is very new to me. I've, you know, I've only been doing this internship since February. Mm -hmm. We're only, what, halfway through March doing. now. So it's only been about a month and a half, not very long. Yeah. But Podcast we've been doing since December. Yeah, since like last late, year. the last week of December, really. Pretty but much. Like Christmas Day, we posted yeah. <laughs> our first episode. And we weren't even planning to, which is another it side. It just kind of happened. And we, we really liked recording. So what ended up happening, we were going to save it for like the first week or so of January but then we liked it and we we're so excited that we just ended up you know posting um but with that said going back to the whole school thing um I find it very hard for me to feel connected to the school and not not that I necessarily need to be connected I guess um I guess what it really is is that I don't feel like I'm having any long-term connections made from this experience really yeah, whereas, you know, like, you, you go to class, you see different faces, even though it's not in person right now, and it's all online, you still get to see, you know, whoever has his uh, his or hers um, video, you get to see the face, you get to see your professor's face, and I don't know that... that it's a different experience, yeah. Yeah, even though it's still not in person, it's much better than just seeing, like, a thread of discussions and that's the only interaction i agree with that yeah it's <laughs> it's been a that. little hard with that um but also i i don't feel like i have the same opportunities like you you found this internship yeah yeah and you've had a few different um internships come and go and some are still going with you know Obviously, at the same yeah. time um but i i don't really i haven't had that and it, i don't know if i'm not like you know, using my resources as good as I could. And even if it did come across, maybe I just wouldn't have the time for it because of all the things that I'm doing. So that, that's been a little hard. Yeah, it's definitely hard. Um, just to be completely honest right now, I, I'm not even working an actual job. I'm kind of just, you know, I've been getting lucky. The stimmy hit, you know, <laughs> tax, tax season came around, so I'm not really too yeah. stressed, but I still got to get on my work and stuff. You know, I got to find gigs. I'm been mm -hmm. interviewing, been looking for new jobs, part-time gigs that'll work with, you know, school schedules so that I can yeah. still go to school. And because I was working a part-time job before, 
mm-hmm. and going to school. And it was honestly, it was a pretty decent balance. I was able to do my music and we were able to podcast. It was still a little bit stressful, um, yeah. mainly because but mainly it was possible because a lot of the internships that I was doing were a little bit hands off. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is a lot more hands on. So it's 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 a balancing act. And yeah. that's one of the other topics that I was that I wanted to bring about in the podcast is just how life as a student in general um, for us is kind of like a balancing act. Right. Um, it's really hard for us because neither one of us really enjoyed school. No. Neither one of us ever <laughs> no. wanted to really go even to college like that. But yeah, we ended up doing it. I ended up getting my associates at Harper, which is a, a local community college here in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, Northwestern suburban Illinois mm-hmm. and you know so did you you also went to Harper yeah for a little while a lot of my friends did everyone did and it's just it's, it's been it's been rough it was um, but I feel like through it all you kind of get a sense of accomplishment once you finish that class and you see okay like you got credit for it and then mm-hmm. for me especially once I got my associate's degree um, it, it was motivated it motivated me a lot more but it also unmotivated me Really um, made me feel it, it gave me a sense of false accomplishment. It gave me a sense mm, of like, OK, like I've done everything it. that I needed to do, even though I really didn't. Um, but that's because I never really believed myself as a student before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's due to multiple reasons that I don't really want to get into right now. Yeah. Um, maybe on the next episode of this. But childhood trauma, which we've done a, uh, an episode on on our yeah on our, on our regular podcast. If, once again, it's raw mentality podcast. You yeah. guys can check that out. Um. For me, my experience throughout the whole college experience, um, it's been a little confusing because I've been the student that changes majors like every week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I originally wanted to be in a, um, I originally wanted to be a sign language interpreter. And honestly, it still has a piece of my heart. It's just something that didn't pan out because of the school that I, you know, it's like across the country and it just didn't work out for me. Um, so then I, I changed into like the nursing program. Yeah, that I lasted like a week on that. No, uh, I don't and even then, remember you doing that. That exactly. <laughs> um, We've been so, together for six years now, y'all. Yeah, since we Almost. were 17. Yeah. We've known each other since 14, so. Yeah, we've known each other for a while. Yeah, we're 23 now, so it's been like nine years of knowing each other. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, actually another thing that we talk about on our podcast, our relationship, the fact that we're, you know, very close and very open with each other, sometimes a little bit too open. A little bit too much, but <laughs> yeah. It's not terrible. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. It avoids a lot of conflict. Mm-hmm. We hardly fight, and that's another topic that we talk about. Like I wouldn't say necessarily avoids conflict, but solves a lot of conflicts yeah. that, that could be bad down the road. Yeah. We're very good at listening <laughs> yeah. to each other. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. So, yeah, that's been my, my uh, not childhood experience. What the hell am I talking about? That's been my college experience. Right now, again, I'm doing accounting, so. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what I change to next week. <laughs> Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about myself as a musician and also your outlook, you know, being, dating a musician, Mm -hmm. essentially. Um, what's it like for you, you know, just seeing me work on music and going through the things that I go through as a musician? It's changed throughout the years. Yeah. Not gonna lie to you. I think you, I think you even know this. At first. I agree. We'll talk a little um, bit more in detail about it. Yeah, of course. So at first, it was, you know, we started dating when we were so young. We were 17. Okay. So 
given that, I, I just thought it was like a hobby, something that he liked to do here and there and just like, you know, he, he had a good time and that was cool. Uh, I never really actually took it as serious as he did at the time. I just didn't realize it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, years have gone by since and now it's, we, we have um, a two bedroom place with two baths. So one is just strictly his studio. Yep. And I'm completely fine. Even like at the place we were at right before, we had again two bedroom, two bath. We were sharing it with a roommate. Yep. And the only place that he could have a studio was in the master closet. And it was yeah. a it was a pretty good size closet, you know? It was big enough to fit like a small single person studio in there. Yeah. And I was you know, people have a, like they've asked me, Oh my gosh, you gave up your as a woman, you gave up your uh, what do you call that? A closet for him to have a studio, and I was like, "Well, yeah, it's just in comparison to what a closet full of clothes would mean to me, as to uh, a studio for him. Like, it, it's not even debatable for me. You know, it yep. was just kind of like a yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and that says a lot because you know I respect you as a person and as a boyfriend and as a musician. You know, uh, so now again we have a studio dedicated to you mm-hmm. and um and also I, our podcast series. our podcast yes <laughs> and also this internship so mm-hmm. quite a few things that w- that we're doing I, I think we're definitely evolving um yes. yeah before i was strictly just a musician and then um got into a lot of things but for me as a musician yeah i, I definitely agree with you seeing how you've reacted to me being a musician um it's been nothing but love mm-hmm. you know and i definitely appreciate that it's it's hard to get that from anybody. Um, it's very hard to build a team, and I, you know, obviously you're my girlfriend, but I also consider mm-hmm. you as part of my team. So, yeah, of course, you know, and the podcast is something that we also do together, which I take equally as serious as being a musician now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just been it's been a lot of work, um, yes. and on top of being a student, basically my entire life, never really having a break from being a student like that. Um, I, I mean, there was a short time where I was out of school for like eight to nine months, I believe, yeah. after I got my associates and then went the following fall mm-hmm. um, to Columbia here. But that was really it. I never really had like a huge break. So it's always been a balancing act once again. Um, it's just been work. And, you know, going from it, it, it's it's funny just seeing myself go from different place to different place. And I always need to have a studio. Oh, yeah. That's the thing is I've always been like that. I've never been the type of musician where it's like, oh, I don't really care about my home studio. I can just go to a studio. Not for me. I really care about doing my own thing and, and really creating the craft as pure to myself as I can. And I feel like being in the studio, a professional studio with another engineer, um, mm-hmm. it could definitely help you a lot. It could, you know, maybe even make certain tracks better than what they would be in a home studio. But yeah, I just like learning. I, I like I like learning about everything that I do and being fully involved in it and fully dedicated and a lot of people that come by here to the home studio they say they you know they feel the creative energy here they feel yes, they, they feel like a certain vibe i'm not really that voodoo with it but i feel it too <laughs> I, I get what they mean um i think what it is is a challenge i i genuinely think that you as a person um likes the challenge to make it sound professional as possible at a home studio and i see that every single time you're making a song because you you say, oh, this song is finished. Mm-hmm. Two days go by or so, whatever. You're working on it again. Yeah. And you, wh- when I ask you, I'm like, oh, well, babe, di- didn't you say that's finished? Why are you working on it? 
and you're always saying it could be better it can be better it can mm. be better even when you put out a song and i'm like oh my gosh it sounds so good or whatever you know and and you always say well i could have done better but i need to get it out you know yeah and i genuinely do think your songs sound good but you always um have to have like a certain perfectionism yeah. towards your music yeah. always yeah and that's something that i've talked about with artists frequently when i've interviewed them here at wjms is oh, just really? um perfectionism that's funny that's that's the thing that a lot of musicians share in common it's very hard to be content with the work of with, with a song that you've made um just because you, you always feel like you can do better mm-hmm. um very rarely do I meet a musician that it's like, you know, one take and it's done. Yeah. And a lot of people think that, you know, a lot of people outside of music think that, you know, all, you know, those are the guys that are super talented. But really, it's it's not like that all the time, man. Like, a lot of people Frankenstein tracks together. Mm-hmm. You know, like, certain artists will sing, like, one one lyric of their hook and then go to the next one and then go to the next one. And, like, you know, just, like, for, like do every do the entire song in parts, basically. Mm. I've seen that. I've done, I've made songs like that, you know it's it's just cool seeing it and that's the part of being a musician that i really enjoy is just more so than you know putting a song out and everything i love i love putting music out you know that's the goal is is to put music out and have people enjoy it and mm-hmm. hopefully make the world better a better place through your music right um yeah, but as a person doing music you know being a musician i just enjoy seeing how a song is put together i enjoy being part of the process for a song whether it's my song or another person's song that's what i also like about engineering um you know for other artists is just being part of the process it gives me ideas and it opens up just possibilities in my head yeah um Um, being a girlfriend to you as a musician uh sometimes it's hard though how so uh when when something doesn't go as planned for you, like if you think a song is going to do really, really well and it doesn't do as well as you hope for, you know, it doesn't get as many views or listens or whatever you're calling, um, you know, the views or whatever. Um, it's hard because I see the joy go out for you, you know. I, I see it from... After a while, yeah. Yeah, it goes from excitement, I just put out a song, to, oh, now you're worried about the the listens and it's like who's listening to it where mm-hmm. are they listening to it how long are they listening for yeah um it's hard it's hard it's so hard i'm studying music business right now too yeah and the business part is the har- hardest part of being a musician i feel like but it's hard seeing you get down over something you can't control yep. you can't control like what someone likes you know we think it's a good song me and you or you know you or whatever but it's up to the listener to you know identify with the song to see if it's a good song or not in their eyes or their ears whatever um and that's hard because i i see you working so so hard and then you don't get what you expect and then it's so hard on you and it makes you not want to work on things and i noticed that because you know you spent so much time in the studio prior to and then um the business side doesn't go as planned and then i, I see you you know, pull yourself back from the studio time because it, it takes your, I would maybe not your confidence, but your, your joy, um, from of making the music. Yes. Right. From the creativity. You're right in a certain sense. Yeah, it does. But you can also be creative as a, as a 
music business businessman, I guess. <laughs> um, you can also be creative, you know, running your own ads, also in how you brand yourself. That's also part of the creative process, I feel like. Um, and yeah, you know, when, when you don't get the, I guess, uh, fanfare that you feel like you deserve or you don't get the reaction that you expected, mm-hmm. it's tough, definitely. But I don't know. I seem to always come bounce back, back yeah. come back and, and bounce back harder than I did before. I, mm-hmm. That's just been my entire life. Oh, definitely. That's been my entire life. It's always been, you know, beating myself up after not after basically disappointing myself and then going back and, and trying to do better than I did before, you know, I always, it's, it's like, it's like my life goes through ebbs and flows like that, where it's like, you know, there's a high point, there's a low point and it's constantly fluctuating and changing all the time. Can I ask you what means more to you? Um, having a song that you like, like a song that you really, really like enjoy genuinely, or does it mean more having the people that listen to you identify with them? Um, see, that's a tough thing because for me, I like to make songs that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I like to make music that I enjoy. And it's tough because I feel like not a lot of people have the same musical taste that I do. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, it kind of goes to that. I don't want to call it like the old school versus new school argument, but you know, I don't know. I, I like to have a certain sense of soul in my songs. Um, I feel like a lot of imperfections are what make songs perfect. Um, and newer songs are kind of taken away from that. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm a newer artist and I still try to strive to create songs that are perfect, there's some, I don't know, there's beauty in the imperfections. And I don't know, I, I guess I guess I just like making songs that I enjoy because of that. Um, obviously, I love it when somebody else likes the song. Mm-hmm. That's like the ultimate feeling as an artist because you like to connect to the fans. Yeah. There's really no way to answer the question um, besides, you know, it's both. Both. It's really both. (laughs) Yeah. To be honest with you. Okay. I'll take that answer. (laughs) Um, So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, you know, obviously get get a little bit off the music train. um, Yeah. But talk a little bit about growing into adulthood during covid while also trying to keep up with all of our goals because we have <laughs> quite a few goals yeah obviously you know i want to be a musician we want to be podcasters we want to you know do real estate we want to yes. do all kinds of things and covid definitely derailed some of those plans but also helped some of those plans mm-hmm. and also us moving out of our parents houses and now living together mm-hmm. changed a lot of things too so i kind of want to talk a little bit about that just you know how dynamic our life has been lately in the, over course. the past like two three years okay and how we've been dealing with it okay. why don't you start off yeah for sure so i actually moved out from my parents house maybe almost a year before you i would like to say 10 months ish before you um then you moved in with me and we were living with a roommate right um actually right when covid hit that roommate moved away he's he's still our friend he still comes by all the time you know mm-hmm and um we we ended up moving in just me and you together uh right smack dab not even smack dab i guess it's right at the beginning of covid ish uh we what was it like april may yeah like right yeah like right around the time where it was like all right you know covid was getting into high gear Uh uh-huh um yeah so we moved right in like may april whatever it was 
and it's been different. I feel like it helped us grow as as a couple more. Mm-hmm. It's been hard individually. I feel like a lot more. Yep. Um, I I had that uh, stig- stigma of you know you fight with your significant other all the time, uh, coming from all sides of my family. That basically they were like, oh, you and him are gonna fight a lot more just because it's you and him together. And I feel like I don't know. It's kind of true. We did argue a little bit more than we than we usually have because honestly. I feel like before one of the prides of our relationship was like, oh, we never argue. We never argue. And, and we, we really didn't. And we barely do. I mean, even to this point, we barely yeah. argue. Like our arguments are kind of just like stupid things. I and Most we, of the time it's like, what do you feel? What do I feel? What do you feel? What do I feel? What's the yeah. solution? Yeah. 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 And um, sometimes we have feelings that, or, or sometimes, honestly, I feel like a lot of the times our arguments can be like a result of miscommunication, mm-hmm. but we don't really have that that, that often. No. We really don't. Not at all, actually. But, yeah, I mean, how do you feel now that we've been living together and over these, over basically it's been almost a year now, we've been, we moved out from living with our roommate over there? Um, It feels good and it feels weird at the same time, if you can agree. It does. It, it does. feels good because I feel like we're heading towards the right direction in our relationship you know, we've and been also talking in life, yeah. in life. Yeah, we've been talking lately. We, we've been talking about owning real, real estate together, about marriage, about all these things, which all are things that we've talked about in our uh, podcast, you know, raw mentality podcast. Yeah. Shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, we've talked about all these things. And these are things that we even like within the last month, we've been talking more and more and more. We recently got a dog together, which is, you know, adulthood 101 as a pet owner. <laughs> to a certain extent, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, how has all this shifted your goals or affected your goals? It's it's affected. It's it's very affected. Um, because before, I didn't really have the confidence to fall through with my goals, if that makes sense. Like podcasting and everything. Mm-hmm podcasting even before moving in with you i i just basically what in my head all i had was go to work you know um save up what you can and then eventually one day live out your goals you know you know go actually go go after your goals i feel like everyone kind of looks at it that way and if if you do i don't want to necessarily say for everybody but if you do it like that your goals will pass you up because Mm -hmm. the opportunities come when you're younger i feel like for a well, lot of people. It comes whenever it comes, you know. It comes whenever it comes. Yeah, that's true. I mean, age is just an arbitrary number. Yeah. You know, that we humans have put on. Yeah. <laughs> that we that we, you know, perceive, but really We get into else. that in our podcast, but Yeah, we talk <laughs> about that. We talk about some crazy stuff, but Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Oppor- I, I feel like there's no reason to wait. Mhm. Necessarily. If, if it's staring you right in the face and you can, you know, it's it's a feasible goal, then do it. Yeah. You know, just do it. There's literally not one time that I that I let something go that I don't regret it. And that's just been one thing for me that, you know, it's been hard for me throughout my entire life to just simply take the risk. Yes. It's hard. It's hard to be willing to take the risk because you're afraid of what might go wrong all the time. Mm -hmm. And just being an overall anxious person, it doesn't help that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said earlier, you know, just doing things that you know you want to do that you, and things that you have to get done that you 
that you know you need to get done in order to do what you want to do, mm-hmm. you know, helps you get over that anxiety and helps you, I guess, continue going through those risks and, and but being smart about them. Right. And in our relationship, again, me and him are very different. Uh, we both get anxious, but we deal with anxiety very differently. Yeah. My anxiety is like we got to go, go, go a hundred times per second. And yours is I'm going to, st- you know, I'm going to like, what would you say? Like, when I you like, say calm down. I like to sit back and look at what's the most important thing to do and then focus all of my attention on the most important things. Yeah. Whereas, and, whereas yeah. I can decide in like a split second and I'm like, we're going to do this and that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Whereas I like to put a little bit more thought into what I'm doing. Yeah. But I feel like there's good and bad parts to both of our ways of, of dealing mm-hmm. with our anxiety. Definitely. Um, the good part about yours is you get things done. Yeah. And you get them done on time or before they even need to be done. Yep. Which is a very good thing. But it's <laughs> bad because it could be done not as well. You know, we've talked about it before on our podcast yeah. on, on raw mentality. Yeah. You know, if you're rushing through things, you might end up half-assing them. Yeah. Whereas where I always tell him, if you sit and wait for 10 years. You'll never get anything. You'll not, not even that. It's like you'll eventually talk yourself out of it. But the good thing about what I do, I feel like, is mm-hmm. I put a lot of quality into the things that I do. Okay. I can and, say that too. You know, like uh, especially with a music, with being a musician, um, I don't I don't sit down and make a song in one hour and then start the next song and then start the next song. I've done things like that, but what I've noticed is ninety percent of those songs that you're making are gonna end up being trash mm-hmm. because you're just not putting the quality, the time, the dedication, the effort into it being good, like you should be. Um, and maybe I shouldn't say should be, but that's the way that I, I like to attack things is I like to sit down, really look at, you know, what's the most important part, what's the least important part. I might be wrong. I might be right. It really depends. But that's the way that I like to do things is kind of break down a problem piece by piece. Okay. And like I said, that there's good things to it. You end up maybe with a more high quality answer, so to speak, to a problem, but you end up having to waste a lot of time on just one thing. Yeah. And that's the thing. We've talked about time. Um, well, we, we talked about stress and anxiety. It's our season one, episode four. It's called Stress About Anxiety and Anxious About Stress. Mm-hmm. Um, where my anxiety and stress come from is literally feeling like I'm running out of time. Yeah. So I, you know, we. I live. think we both kind of get that because I also yes. feel like I'm running out of time all the time, too. Yeah. But in a different way than you, I feel like. Mine's more like a stopwatch if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas yours is kind of like a time lapse, maybe? It's more of like a countdown. Countdown, okay. Yeah. Mine's a stopwatch. You know, get as much thing as, or as many things as you can do in like 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Mine is more of like a 24-hour countdown. Mm-hmm. That's really what I am, what I have. Hmm. And then like, you know, once it hits like one hour left on the countdown, then I go ballistic and I go crazy and finish a million things, which can also, which can also be a bad thing. But yeah. I like to, usually what I like to do is take those entire 24 hours and like, you know, do like three or four things and make sure that they're high quality. That's what I like to do. Or at least as high quality as I can make them be. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that be a song, whether that be a podcast episode, whether that be an artist interview, whether that be a beat, whether that be my homework, um, cleaning the house, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Any of those things. Which are all adulting things we Which have to do. Which are all adulting things. And <laughs> kind of just to go back to the question, my goals 
through adulthood and the emergence of coronavirus and mm-hmm. just everything, they've definitely changed big time. Yep. Um, my first goal and only goal that I ever really paid attention to even before becoming a college student was just make it as a musician. And that's kind of an... Uh, it's like an understatement, I feel it, like. It's, it's not an understatement, but it's kind of a hard goal. It, it's not really even a goal because, like, what is making it as a musician? Yeah. That's the first thing you have to you know, define for mm-hmm. yourself is, is what is, what is making it? What does that mean? What is success as a musician? Um, and that's changed a lot for me throughout all of this. It used to mean, you know, famous artists that tours all over the world, but then you kind of, you know, once you start taking music business and you start seeing, you know, what the money is like, what it's, you know, it's not necessarily the most appealing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, there's a lot of risk into it, but there's not really much reward. Yeah. Unless you are a huge musician, like we're talking like Drake, Madonna, you know, everyone, yeah. household name musician, then yeah. okay. But for the most part, that's not even necessarily what I'm aiming for. If it comes to that, for me, great. But really what I've wanted to and, and the way that my goal has changed from originally wanting that um, is now I just want to be able to make a living off my music and, and, you know, just genuinely connect to people, whether it be... 100 people, whether it be 10,000 people, obviously I want to see the numbers grow over time. That's just the businessman inside of me. Yeah. But, you know, in terms of an overall goal, music is just one lane of doing what I want to eventually accomplish in life, which is making this world a better place and also having a happy life. Yeah. That's just one lane. And I guess that's the way that all of this has kind of changed um, my goals. Another way that my goals have changed throughout all of this is, you know, obviously now we want to run a podcast. Before, that was something that wasn't even on my radar necessarily. Like, we talked about the idea of it, but never really set anything into motion. Yeah. Actually, Um, originally, I I wanted to do the podcast by myself. Yeah. Uh, Again, I didn't have the confidence to do it by myself, so I asked Harris, do you want to do a podcast with me? And originally, it was going to be something totally different. Like, we were going to be talking about, like, uh, events going on, you know, world events, whatever. And it it just wasn't something that I was truly, like, into. Yeah. I think you were into it more than I was. Definitely. I would agree with that. Yeah. So, I don't know. And then this is something that's like, it's mental health, I feel like, is, is something that we both obviously deal with. It's a with. common ground it, Yeah, for it's us common to talk ground, about. Common ground. Everyone deals with mental health, right? Um, and it and it's not really talked about like that. So, I, I, I felt like it was a good thing to talk about and um, just being yourself and uncomfortably being yourself Yeah. while people listen to you. <laughs> and eventually becoming comfortable with it. Yeah, which course. I think we're doing a very good job at. Um, yeah, we're trying. Because <laughs> we, I mean, we, we made it onto Pandora. Woohoo! Shout yeah, out to us again. Not too long ago, right? Yeah, not too long ago. We just got onto Pandora. So if mm. you're a Pandora listener, go hey. ahead and check us out on uh, on Pandora Raw Mentality Podcast. But um, yeah, just uh, you know, that's that's just another goal that came up out of all this. Mm-hmm. Was you know, especially with a lot of people dealing with mental health issues because of the shutdown. Yeah, I feel like that's another one of the reasons why we wanted to talk about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, and I'm, then another goal, obviously, is now we want to own real estate. You yeah. Know? And we've kind of always had that goal, but now it's becoming more and more serious. And it's it's so close. It's like not the end goal. It's like a goal that's going to happen within the next few months for us. Pretty at least. much. Or hopefully it it's does. It's a short-term goal now rather um, than a long-term goal. Yeah, exactly. So, again, it's something that I you know brought to Harris and was like, hey, do you want to do this? Because a lot of the things I feel like I have to suggest and then wait for a reaction and see how he, you know, 
he How feels I react. <laughs> Wait for a reaction, yeah. So um, I wanted to do this by myself and I was saving for it again for myself. Um, but then I realized that there's some that this is something we can do together, you know. That would benefit both of that us. That would, so. yes, correct. And positively benefit all. Definitely. Well, yeah, no, no shit right now. And both of the goals. Let's cut that out. And, and, both of, and both of our goals because, you know, there's a interesting fact from Graham, Graham Stephan's show on YouTube that we watched. I think it was yes. like peop, most people ages, what, 18 to 25, they spend 45. So much money. Or to like 55% of their income just on rent and like living expenses. And that's very accurate for us. I feel like yeah. for me, 40, maybe like 58, yeah. 60. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I brought up the whole house hacking idea to him where, you know, you, you buy a few units, um, like a single unit that has that houses multiple units within it, basically. Yeah, like kind of like a duplex, like yeah. but but a little bit different. We're aiming for like three units, so we can live rent in one and rent out two, and then you know get it. Maybe not an income necessarily from the first one. Uh, I just would like to stop paying rent. <laughs> yeah. To be honest with just you. Just live cheaper. Yeah. Um, and be able to work like a part-time job and stack up money and mm-hmm. be able to work towards our long-term goals, which for me is being a musician, which for you is also getting into yep. YouTube and content creation. So, so Us as fun. podcasters, you know, there's a lot of things that we both want to do. We want to, you know, run our own businesses. Yes, 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 um, yes. So that's the other thing because it would free up so much time because obviously, as everyone knows, time is money, right? You clock in for a job, it pays you the amount of time that you worked, right? Yeah. So with us doing that, it would cut down so much of our costs to the point where I could just work to save up for the other things that I would like to do. Um, eventually, we want to own different uh, buildings, maybe within the same street or, you know, different states. Who knows? Like, it's endless. You know, there's properties all over the world. It doesn't even have to be in the country. Yeah. So um, that's what I like about it. It's, like, endless. So yeah. it's very something I'm very passionate about, if you can't tell. Um, yeah. So I, I'm glad that you like the idea. And, again, we both support each other as best as we can, as much as we can. Um, so I'm really glad that you are on board with it. <laughs> yeah. Know? No, and I'm definitely looking forward because there's just so many things that we want to do, and I definitely feel like it's we can accomplish it. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason for that, once again, it's kind of sad to say, but it's also because of the emergence of COVID. Yeah. Um, it kind of made things easier for us by giving us time to spend together Mm-hmm. And that way we kind of have more of a clear roadmap than what we originally had. Yeah. When, you know, we spend time, you know, being apart from each other during work, you know, and we still do, you know, but not as much as before. No. I feel like we spend a lot more time together than we than we had the opportunity to before. And we also have a lot more time, everyone does, you know, mm-hmm. with the shutdown, you know, at, at least students do, um, because now you're home. You know, you have yep. a lot more time to think about your goals, think about how you want to go about doing things, mm-hmm. and then, you know, for me, that's like the best thing that could happen because that's the way I like to go about solving things. Is yeah, time. I like to sit back and think. I need time, and it's basically given me like almost a year and a half to just sit back and think about my goals. Um, not an entire year and a half, but a year and a half's worth of you know putting in forty hours at a job and mm-hmm. you know spending time traveling back and forth from school, walking in the hallways. All of that is time. Like yeah, you know now I have that time to think and right. and and strategically plan out how I want to go about my life and you know how I want to go about accomplishing my goals essentially right. um not gonna lie when when the shutdown first happened 
I think Harris is going to agree with me here. <laughs> I kind of went ballistic a little bit because, uh, again, I don't like to sit and wait very long anywhere. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I'm a very impatient person. I'm a nice, impatient person because I'm, I'm not like, you know, you know what I'm Crazy, gonna, yeah. Yeah. The, the word that everyone's thinking, but I'm not going to say. Um, but I'm very impatient. So with that said, uh, my control freak came out because I I was unemployed, but I was getting the unemployment. Mm-hmm. Um, my job just didn't have the means to continue to you know pay, pay me. Uh huh. Even though we were <laughs> shut down for originally two weeks, we were gonna it was gonna be okay. Then it got extended to like whatever you know. Like and everyone knows the story kept here. Kept getting extended. Yeah, everyone knows the story. So eventually, I was on you know on unemployment for almost three months and. Those three months were literally so bad for me, uh, mental health wise, because I'm not used to just sitting. Uh, I'm not used to sitting and waiting for anything. I am the type of person that if I want something, Harris knows this. I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna go do it. Yeah, like it needs to be done five minutes before you even thought about doing exactly. it. Exactly. That's how you are. Not a healthy mindset, but it's the way that I think, and I'm trying to reroute that where it's uh, positive. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. It's, it's not always positive. It's hard to do. It is what it is. So with that said, I had a lot of time again to think. And we all know that I love that. So uh, eventually what I started to do was I bounced ideas to you because, I mean, I could bounce it to our roommate, but he has his own, you know, issues life. in life and, and stuff yeah. that he has to deal with. Yeah. So again, you know, you're, you're my boyfriend. So we were bouncing ideas back and forth. Eventually, you know, we landed on the idea of obviously moving on our own. And uh, with that, you know, doing all this. So I I say that COVID definitely impacted me positively in some areas and negatively in areas. Yep. But what was best for the both of us is that instead of fighting when we had so much time together, we Mm -hmm. used the time to communicate communicate and work each other. And plan. Yeah. We basically went from one level in our relationship to maybe like three levels up. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like we're a lot closer now than we've ever been. And yeah, I like that. Which is definitely a great benefit. Yeah. Um, but I think that pretty much draws this episode to a close. That's like the last yes. thing I wanted to bring up. Um, and then we'll continue a little bit more. We'll delve a little bit more into it on the next yeah. episode. If you liked what you heard today, you can check out more of our content on uh, Raw Mentality Podcast on Spotify, Pandora, basically anywhere you listen to podcasts. And um, also check us out on Instagram as well at Raw Mentality Podcast. That's right. And then also if you have any uh, stories you would like to share with us, uh, we actually do a few segments where we share people's stories. And you can go ahead and send yours over to rawmentalitypodcast at gmail.com. Yep. And uh, thank you so much for joining us today and uh, looking forward to doing another episode. Have a good day. Take care. WJMS Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. See, we keep it real. We always gonna keep it real. You can't knock what's real. You know what I'm saying? We telling the truth, man.